are back with another episode of Decal Download, your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. With Commissioner Amy Jacobs, I'm Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov or on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Well, for many kids across Georgia, summer vacation means more fun and free time. But for kids facing food insecurity, made worse by COVID's impact on already tight family budgets, no school can also mean limited access to affordable, nutritious foods. And Commissioner, that's where Happy Helpings comes in. It's the Summer Food Service Program funded by USDA and administered by DECAL. It is, and um, it is uh, newly named. I'm sure we'll talk about that later, Um, but it's such a great resource all around Georgia for exactly what you said, for those kids that are out of school for the summer to have access to healthy and nutritious meals, and we're always looking for more sponsors. Yeah, absolutely. We are right here in the middle of summer. That means we're right in the middle of Happy Helpings, and believe it or not, it's not too late to get involved, whether you are on the receiving end or if you'd like to be a sponsor. We're going to talk about that on today's podcast. And here to talk about Happy Helpings Georgia is Tamika Boone, Nutrition Services Director here at DECAL. And Cindy Kecklider is Nutrition Marketing and Outreach Manager. Ladies, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Rich. Glad to be here. So, Tamika, how long have we been doing a summer food service program in Georgia? Well, you know, the program isn't new. Happy Helpings, the name may be new, but the summer food service program is is not Newton Reg. We've been doing the summer food service program uh, since uh, the late 60s. Um, Oh, the summer food service program was established in the 60s. And so it's a really important program because it ensures children continue to receive access to healthy meals. And so we're just glad to have an opportunity to sit down and talk to you today about it because we feel like it brings a lot of great value to the state of Georgia. You know, I knew it had been around for a while. I had no idea it goes back to the 60s. That's pretty impressive. So we've been doing this for a while. Now with a new name, Um, there are effects from hunger. Some are visible, some are not. What are the main concerns for you and for our nutrition team when it comes to um, hunger over the summer? You're right, uh, Reg. I mean, it, it does. It is important to us to make sure that we're making sure that kids don't have empty bellies, right? We want to make sure that children continue to have access to meals. But as you mentioned, the impact or the lingering effects of of, of hunger among children is is long lasting and is more than just that that empty belly. You start seeing children who are having physical and mental health issues. Um, there's delayed development. They're having issues academically in school. You're seeing chronic illnesses like asthma and anemia and even behavioral problems. And so we're concerned, again, to make sure that children are are not nutrition and food insecure, but making sure that they have all the elements they need to be successful um, to make sure that they can just live their best lives as the children. Well, Cindy, here in Georgia, more than 50% of the children attending public school eat free or reduced school lunches. What does that mean for those students when summertime rolls around? That means that thousands of children who depend on school breakfast and lunch programs are going to be worried about where their next meal is going to come from. In the summer, households lose a lot of access to school meals and you see our food insecurity rates increase. And when you combine the loss of access and a lot of rising food practices, we're going to see a lot of families this summer that are vulnerable to hunger. 
And bottom line, the summer means that children will not get fed the nutritious meals they count on during the school year. So, Cindy, the Summer Food Service Program in Georgia is called Happy Helpings, as we mentioned. How does this program work and who is eligible to receive the meals? Well, Happy Helpings is a federally funded state administered program, and it reimburses program operators, and we call those operators sponsors. Sponsors serve free healthy meals and snacks to children and teens in low-income areas during the summer months when school's not in session. And these meals, they really play an important role in reducing food insecurity and hunger for the children that need it most when school meals are not available. And in, children 18 and younger may receive free meals and snacks through Happy Helpings. Meals and snacks are also available to persons with disabilities who are over the age of 18 and participate in school programs for people who are mentally or physically disabled. So Tamika, give us some idea of the kinds of meals and snacks uh, we would find served at a Happy Helping site? Yeah, you know, it really it really varies. So it just depends on that particular site. We have some sites that are propped up in the middle of a park um, who may not have access to a full kitchen. Um, you have some that are operating at a recreation center, so they have access to a, a full kitchen or at a school, they have access to a full cafeteria. So it really varies, but uh, at a minimum, all of the meals served at Happy Helping site have to meet USDA uh, meal requirements. And that's just to make sure that they're well balanced, make sure that they're healthy need, uh, healthy uh, food, and making sure that they're just meeting all of the nutritional needs for children. Um, so I'll give you an example. You might come to a site and you might get a salad with grilled chicken and with apple slices and a whole wheat roll and milk on the side. Or you may go to a particular site and they're just serving a snack at that site. They're not serving lunch or breakfast. And you may get applesauce and, and whole wheat graham crackers. So again, it just depends on that particular site. It depends on what meal type you are arriving for. But again, at a minimum, you're going to be guaranteed that it's going to meet all of the USDA meal pattern requirements. Those both sound good to me. Uh, so Cindy, I know uh, the next question uh, everybody wants to know, what is the best way for families who need this service to locate a meal site near them? And then does the child need anything to register or identify themselves when they get to that meal site? Okay, well, there's several ways a family or a guardian can locate a meal site in their area. The easiest way is just to text the words summer meals to this number, which is 914-342-7744. And I'll repeat that again, 914-342-7744. You can always call the hunger hotline, which that number is 1-866-348-6479, 1-866-348. 348-6479. And you can also search for meal site locations on our website, decalga.gov. And Amy asked if there was registration required and no. Um, registration is not required for any site that is open to the public. And we do not ask for any identification or income eligibility. So it's open to all. That sounds very easy. And I love the tech service. I think that is, I know that's been around for a long time, but um, I think that's really nice for families. It makes it so easy. Uh, But we also mentioned earlier that Happy Helpings relies on sponsoring organizations to provide these meals and snacks to children throughout Georgia. Is there a certain time for a group or an organization to get involved with Happy Helpings, or can they jump in anytime? Well, there are two ways to participate in Happy Helpings. You can be a sponsoring organization, or you can host a meal site. 
Now, sponsors are nonprofit organizations, and they're responsible for operating the meal service program. They are the ones that receive the reimbursement for providing nutritious meals and snacks. We typically start the recruiting process in January of each year. However, if your organization is interested in now thinking about next summer and you'd like to become a sponsor, you can visit the sponsor page on our new website, which is happyhelpingsga.com. There is an online form at the bottom of the page. You can complete that and let us know that you're interested. And the second way to participate is to host a meal site. Meal sites, as Tamika mentioned, they are located where kids congregate, like parks, community centers, libraries, apartment complexes, churches, and an organization that would like to host a meal site can participate anytime during the summer. So, Cindy, you're saying there's still time for an organization to get involved and host a Happy Helpings meal site uh, for this summer. Who can they contact to get started on that? Yes, there is still time and we do need organizations that would be willing to host a meal site. And just to give you an example, if a library was interested, they would work with the sponsoring organization. The sponsor is going to provide the meals and the library would provide the location for the kids to eat. And you have a choice. You can offer the meals five days a week. You can do it one day a week or even um, you can do it once a week or even one day. A lot of our sponsors may have uh, or our meal sites may have a, a back to school event. So it's just a one day event and you can and do this program as well. So it's up to you. It's very flexible. And if anyone is interested, they can send us an email at happyhelpings at decal.ga.gov. Happyhelpings at decal.ga.gov. Great. So still time to get involved and be a part of this. If you're hearing about it for the first time, it is not too late. You can be a site and Cindy makes a great point. We've got a lot of back to school events that are coming up soon with schools starting, uh, gosh, some systems starting late July, definitely first couple of weeks uh, of August and then on up until Labor Day, schools are open. So if you want to do something like that, back to school event or help an organization that's doing that, please contact us and uh, let us know. Um, Tamika, when we look back on COVID-19, and who wants to, but just for a moment, we will look back on COVID-19 and the pandemic. How did it impact our efforts in feeding children? And did the USDA grant waivers this summer to help meet those needs? You know, you're right. The pandemic absolutely impacted our efforts. We really quickly had to reassess and figure out how to still meet the needs of these children while still dealing with a, a very um, scary pandemic and public health emergency. And so, but it didn't take us long to, to readjust because uh, in, in that two year period in 2020 and 2021, we served over 20 million meals. And so we were still able to meet the, the, the need in the state, but we had to get creative. We had to um, figure out how we can still address the need, but limit the risk to children at these sites. Um, located around the state. And so, as you mentioned, USDA uh, gave us permission, if you will, authorization to grant flexibilities for our sponsors and sites. And so our normal regulations that we're that we've been operating under for decades were relaxed. And so children were able to um, receive meals via home delivery or parents or guardians were able to go pick up the meals rather than have the children come and get the meals themselves. And so again, we were able to still meet the need, but just change the way the program operated, change the face of the program. And, you know, we are still using some of those flexibilities, some of those waivers still today 
they're a little bit different now and that they um, have some specific requirements in order to utilize those flexibilities. For example, if there is a COVID case at a particular site, then that site could utilize these waivers like the non-congregate um, requirement that we talked about or the parent pickup requirements. Or if the site is located in a county that has a high COVID transmission rate, then those sites are still able to utilize those flexibilities as well. And so even though we are now in year three, I believe, our third summer dealing with this pandemic, um, the waivers are still available with a different look, but still available to make sure that sponsors are able to respond to any issues in their counties and their sites. So is it fair to say, you know, government agencies, uh, despite our best efforts, aren't always known for being flexible. But in this case, USDA and DECAL, uh, really very flexible. You've sort of had a summer food service program for over two years now, haven't you? It's just sort of became that. It's actually, you're actually right. It, it's definitely has a new face now. It's changed. Like, as you mentioned, we've been doing a summer food program for decades and so within the last two years, we really had to turn it over on its face and, and just change it and, and operate in a completely different way. But I think our, our sponsors and our sites have done a phenomenal job of adjusting and changing the program. And so you're right, we're not known for being flexible, um, but you're right, the federal government, George Decal here at the state level, as well as the sponsors and sites, our partners at the local level have done an amazing job to be flexible and ensure that children have access to these meals, even working through a pandemic. Yeah, I'm going to be the first to leave the applause for these guys because I think you've done a phenomenal job. And uh, I think we've learned so many things that we already had in place. We're able to serve uh, our families and children in unprecedented times. So although they were unprecedented, we had systems in place uh, that really were able to come quickly to the rescue. And um, that's great. Great work. Yeah, I have to agree. They did a great job. Happy Helpings is such an important uh, resource for families all throughout the state and even as important during the pandemic and, and when school is out. So it's a lot of folks don't know that DECAL, you know, is part of this. And I like to brag on DECAL like, oh, yeah. Do you know how many millions of meals uh, <laughs> we worked with sponsors and other organizations to serve? So um, it's, it's a, an amazing thing that DECAL does. Uh, so, Cindy, remind us again how families can find a meal site in their area. Okay, so the first, again, the easiest way, text summer meals to 914-342-7744, or you can call the Hunger Hotline at 1-866-348-6479, or you can search decal.ga.gov, and all of these resources, what will happen is that you'll get a link to um, the, the USDA's meal site finder. And you will um, put in your zip code and then they'll give you a list of uh, meal site locations that are close to that zip code. Again, uh, as a reminder, registration is not required for an open site and we do not ask for any identification or income eligibility. Now, if you uh, have questions about this program or you are interested in hosting a meal site before school starts, you can email us at happyhelpings at decal.ga.gov. Come on, let us hear from you. We would love to get you involved in our new Happy Helping Summer Food Service Program. And as Cindy mentioned, back to school activities, if you got those in mind, great uh, idea for serving meals uh, for children, meals and snacks in that setting. So please, please consider doing that. Tamika and Cindy, as always, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Reg. Thank you. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hi, I am Richard Bartlett, and I work in the Audits and Compliance Division here in Atlanta. 
My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, what is your favorite beach destination and why? Uh, well, hi, Richard. I hope you're uh, doing well, and I hope you have a beach destination sometime this summer. Um, you know, I am not really picky when it comes to beaches, uh, like anything that um, usually we can drive to. Uh, our most recent uh, favorite, though, is Amelia Island, just, you know, kind of North Florida, right on the Georgia-Florida line. It's a, a nice little town, pretty little beach, has, you know, great little restaurants. And so right now, that's my favorite, but I'm not really that picky. I just love the beach. How about internationally? Have you thought about a beach internationally that you'd like to go to? You know, I think, you know, I probably should. I've, you know, of course, been to the Caribbean. Turks and Caicos mm. is a beautiful place. I would love to go back. been there a long, long time ago, and I'm continuing to beg to go back. Mexico, you know, there's so many places that have yeah, beautiful beaches. Yeah. Just keep, uh, keep them coming. All except for <laughs> trip. That's right. <laughs> All right. So summertime, you got still plenty of time to go. There are some suggestions from Commissioner Jacobs, an expert when it comes to <laughs> beach trips with the whole family. So be a part of that. That's right. Now it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers we received to this question. What is the name of decal's summer food service program in Georgia? What is the name of decal's summer food service program in Georgia? Send your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. You could win a nice prize from Chick-fil-A, Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Lottery, the School Box, Shake Shack, Waffle House, Wild Adventures Theme Park in Valdosta, or the World of Coca-Cola Museum. Again, what is the name of Decal's summer food service program in Georgia? Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the Decal Download Podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences in partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.